Hi, pros. Lou Santini here, host of Amateur Nation. My dry bar comedy special, Amateur Nation, is now available. And just like this show, if you're allergic to a lack of common sense in today's world, and you like your comedy delivered with uncompromising, tell it like it is bite, then check out my half-hour comedy special, Amateur Nation. Go to drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S. This is my way of saying thank you to the pros who listen to this show every week. Drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement. The honor and remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. Let's all shut up, please. Warning. The podcast you are about to hear is often based on true events and people. It chronicles the dialogue and actions of random, anonymous, obnoxious, self-entitled, unintelligent, self-centered idiots, attention whores, ignoramuses, dolts, clods, nimrods, douches, weirdos, drama queens, overly sensitive crybabies, and people who think they are better, more important, and special than the rest of us. In one word, amateurs. It's Amateur Nation with Lou Santini. We call attention to and call out the amateurs, the people who are doing life wrong, the speed bumps of life, the people that are in your way every day, the unintelligent, obnoxious, attention-whoring, self-entitled drama queen victim types who chip away at the moments of your life due to no self-awareness, common sense, manners, or social skills, and are disturbing the flow of the pros. Hi, Mom. Oh, hey, Lou. Amateur Nation. It's not just a podcast. It's a movement. And this is the beginning of Season 6, Episode 262, Make Shame Great Again. On today's episode, this weekend, are you kidding me, interviews, and the new 2024-ism is here. And this weekend, you can't reason with amateurs. Then muscle down a few more bites on a la carte, then three things that are done right on three pro things. Pro Nation first, as always, shouts out to Seth Williams from Broadview Heights on Facebook, Brandon Davis on Truth Social, and Seth Bird, Noah Hines, Ed Scott, Tyler Lawson, Daniela Gerdzel, Thomas Norwood, Lee Sullivan, Alvaro, Timmy Allen Roberts, and Alicia. All checking me out on Instagram. You can do the same Instagram at Lou.Santini3, Truth Social at Lou Santini. Your pro post of the week from legendary punk rocker John Lydon, a.k.a. Johnny Rotten of the Sex Pistols. He said this, I never thought I'd live to see the day when the right wing would become the cool ones, giving the middle finger to the establishment, and the left wing becoming the sniveling, self-righteous, tatty ones going around shaming everyone. I'm looking at you, Green Day. Show business is inherently evil. Shame. A painful feeling of humiliation or distress caused by the consciousness of wrong 
or foolish behavior. It's a new season of Amateur Nation, and a little about today's title, Make Shame Great Again. Shame. No one likes feeling ashamed, but it happens at certain times in our lives. You're a child and you've disappointed your parents somehow. You're in high school and maybe you could have broken up with that boy or girl with more maturity. You're at work and haven't been carrying your load lately. You get a little carried away and unintentionally hurt a loved one's feelings. Maybe you lied, cheated, or stole. Feeling shame happens to pros and amateurs alike. Being and acting accountable for it is what separates the pros from the amateurs. When a pro admits shame, he or she admits guilt and accepts responsibility. When a pro admits shame, he or she fixes the mistake they caused if possible and or takes steps not to repeat that mistake that caused the shame ever again. Feeling shame drives home the point of, I screwed up and I don't like feeling like this. Feeling true shame, when felt by a pro, most often spawns an apology, retribution, reparations. Feeling shame is to accept blame and fallibility. As you have heard in 261 episodes before this one, and in my book, and including the amateurs you will hear from and about on today's episode, amateurs have no shame. They have no ability to feel it because of pick one, brainwashing, propaganda on mainstream media, bad parenting, entitlement, and or bad public education. From the 30 truths about amateurs from my book, Amateur Nation, The Decline of Common Sense Manners and Social Skills, available for download on Amazon, some of the truths that prevent amateurs from acknowledging their shame. Make no mistake, amateurs feel shame daily, most likely hourly, but they'll never admit shame because then they'd have to take a long look within and they know they would hate what they saw and felt. From the 30 Truths About Amateurs, number two, amateurs want to be left alone. Number six, amateurs are fragile and easily offended. Number seven, amateurs accuse first and ask no questions later. Number eight, amateurs never apologize. Number 12, amateurs are special. Number 14, amateurs believe social media is truth and the real world. And numbers 23 through 28, amateurs are loud, amateurs are depressed, amateurs are lonely, amateurs peaked long ago, amateurs are bored, amateurs are unfulfilled. You will see examples of this and evidence of this on today's episode as we kick off Season 6, Make Shame Great Again. Here's what's happening in Amateur Nation. Now dig this. Step 1. Topic number 1. It's time for This Week in Are You Kidding Me? Interviews. Jill. Biden. No shame. None. Blissfully parades her senile, incontinent, lying, corrupt, and treasonous husband president around to line her and her crime family's pockets. She ignores Joe's track record of bad parenting and bad husbandry. She ignores his declining mental and physical health for her own financial gain. She ignores him sniffing kids. 
She disgraced the White House with her embarrassingly flamboyant Christmas dance routine. She brings no skills or contributions to being a first lady. She has no diplomatic skills. That's the thing about shame. When you have none, you think you've done something with your life and go on national TV. In this case, an interview on MSNBC and think that this interview, these words, will instill confidence in America. Her husband is 81. At the end of the second term, he'd be 86. As his life partner of 46 years, is there a part of you that is worried about his age and health? Can he do it? He can do it. And I see Joe every day. I see him out, you know, traveling around this country. I see his vigor. I see his energy. I see his passion. Children! I love children! No, no, no. I I mean passion, vigor, and energy for doing his job for tax-paying honest Americans. Anyone seeing this energy from Biden? This vigor? The passion? Oh, wait. He was pretty fired up during this speech. He said it is what it is. Well, it is what it is because he is who he is. That's why it is what it is. And I think what people don't see is how hard Joe works every single day. Did you mean for all those words to come out together or did they just fall out randomly? That he gets up thinking what he can do for the American people. Don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining. President Coloring Book's unbridled passion during his Build Back Better circus has resulted in... Overall prices going up 17.4%, food 20.3%, rent 18.6%, and electricity 24.3% increased. And he got all that done while spending almost 40% of his time in office on vacation. Imagine if he didn't have all this energy, vigor, and passion. He was a very old man in a torn jacket. And he walked very slowly to the stand. He was dragging his left leg and trying to hide it because he was ashamed. This is a frightened, insignificant old man who, who has been nothing all his life. Nobody quotes him. Nobody seeks his advice after 75 years. Make shame great again. This next interview features the only woman in politics in second place behind Hillary does this chloroform rag smell funny Clinton in terms of bitterness, hostility, corruption, and failure. Liz Cheney. Here she is as a guest on the Mount Rushmore of TV Stupid, The View, being talked at by Whoopi Please Call Me Karen, my real name Goldberg, who spouts off a litany of fabrications that despite their stupidity and lack of evidence will still Feel no shame. I'm so sick of Whoopi. The world is, but still, listen. Do you see yourself, and I, and would you ever consider being the conduit to that third party? Because I don't know if, if the Republican Party, as we, as we knew it, will survive this. Because if he ever gets in again, we'll never have any more elections. There will be no more. Oh, that's funny. That's what the rest of America, pro-nation, says about this upcoming election. And what are you basing that on? Yep, Trump wants no more elections. For life. As if he has the power to simply remove elections. And accurate voting and fair ele- Wait a minute. As always, the commies accuse the Americans, the true Americans, pro-nation, of exactly what they 
themselves are planning. He will stop it. And, and he's very clear about that. He wants to be dictator for life. Okay? Wrong! That's wrong! Oh, okay, Karen. You said some words and now it's true. So I wonder, would you ever consider, please, would you please <laughs> consider being that person? Boy, you thought Hillary got trounced by Trump in 2016. Make shame great again. And now this. And now for step two. Topic number two. When it comes to your appearance, a bad haircut, a poor choice in shirts, your weight, shame can be a powerful motivator. Let's be honest, Lou. Oh, you ready for some honesty? Much of which, perhaps all of which you already knew. If you're going to lie to me, tell me there's a broad waiter in the car. I want to tongue my balls. No, no, no. Ready? There's no shame in being fat. It's okay if you're fat. And it was always okay to be fat. Being fat doesn't make you a bad person. You needed to hear that, didn't you, amateur nation? However, it's still not healthy to be fat. There is shame in pretending or lying to yourself that being fat is healthy. I admire your honesty. Hell, I like you. You can come over to my house and fuck my sister. You wonder why America has an all-time low level of trust in its healthcare system? Besides the COVID hoax and the vaccine hoax, it's because of shame-free doctors like Nicole J. Van Groningen at Cedar sinai Hospital. Was she a great big fat person? No, she's not. But you eat up, chubby. It's cool. Listen to her. It's my hot take as a doctor. I totally agree. It is okay to be fat. Science isn't an exact science. Yes, it is okay to be fat if you're Santa or Norm on Cheers. We don't say that enough, but it needs to be normalized. Okay, and how exactly does normalization of something occur? Oh, that's right. Put a morbidly obese woman on the cover of Cosmo with the banner, This is healthy! Show mostly fat people on commercials. Insist that Lizzo is sexy. Oh, wait, we already do that stuff, and being fat is still unhealthy, normal or not. If you are fat, that is okay. If you are fat and needed to hear this from a doctor, then you've already resigned yourself to a life of unhealthy simply because you heard what you wanted to hear. The truth is, and this is the truth, Only a true friend tells you the stuff you don't want to hear. Being fat is hard on your joints, your heart, your muscles, your breathing, your immune system, your emotions, your sex life, and your mental, sexual, and emotional health, and your wallet. But other than that, it's totally fine. I know, and I'm not even a doctor, and I figured that out. Same way I knew that walking one direction down an aisle wouldn't keep me from getting COVID. Or wearing a mask wouldn't keep me from getting COVID. Or getting an untested gene experiment wouldn't keep me from getting COVID. Email me, lou at lousantini.com, for more helpful health tips. Join Dr. Van Groningen for more things that are okay. Smoking. Heroin, standing on the top rung of a ladder, taking a bath with a toaster plugged in. It's okay, no judgment. Have unprotected sex with meth-addicted hookers. It's time that it's normalized. Normalizing things takes the health risk out of everything. It is typically not a problem that requires immediate solving. It is not an emergency. You don't have to drop everything in the pursuit of being not fat. <laughs> Okay, so it's not an emergency until you have a weird feeling in your left arm. And even then, relax. 
Have a ho-ho. Also, thanks for explaining that dropping everything and that it's no emergency. Because I assumed if I jumped the gun immediately, results would soon follow. Also note how she says, in the pursuit of being not fat rather than getting fit and healthy. Don't even let the amateurs think it. Hey, fatty! You are fat! (laughs) Ready for this amateur doctor who should feel massive shame and have her license revoked to double down on her great medical advice? Here we go. Erin said this other thing in a different video that I totally agree with as well, is that it is okay to not be healthy. Honey, what did the doctor say? I told you, it's okay that I smoke, am morbidly obese, and drink a six-pack daily. The doctor said it was okay to not be healthy. All right, honey, how did I ever doubt you? Come here, my dying tub of lard. Let me try to put my arms around you. And the best part is, I still paid her for advice and keep paying my health insurance for some reason, even though illegal aliens get free health care. Can you believe those losers are so thin from walking hundreds of miles to be here? When will they learn that being unhealthy is okay and it's normalized? We act like it is this moral failing, this cardinal sin that you deserve a scarlet letter if you are not healthy. Hey, we do not act like it is a moral failing if you are unhealthy and or fat. Don't project on us. That's on you, amateur doctor. B. Shame on you, medical professional. C. These medical professionals are the same people who had time to choreograph complicated dance moves during the pandemic and shutdowns. D. And you wonder why people don't trust the medical community. E. If you're unfit, fat, obese, unhealthy in some way that is within your control and you do feel a moral failing, then brace yourself. Make a change. It's over. The fat lady isn't singing. Her song is done. She's getting dry humped in her dressing room. Step one would be not having Dr. Fauci's protege here, Dr. Van Groningen, as your doctor. Now we're going to bring it home with what amateurs do best, labeling. You see, when you label something, it can be marketed. And when something is marketed, the stupidest amateurs easily buy into it. Ready for the latest, newest, improved 2024-ism? And there's a name for that, and that's called healthism. Don't be healthist. Make shame great again. Every Thursday is Sneak Peek Thursday with a 60-second video trailer of what's coming that week. How to reach me? Email lou at lousantini.com. Instagram at lou.santini3. Facebook and YouTube at Lou Santini. A few days left in my holiday corporate performance schedule, but if your private fundraising or corporate event needs a professional MC, offstage voice, or comedian, I travel coast to coast. It can work corporate clean or anything goes. See my testimonials and request a client list by emailing me directly from my website, lousantini.com. A la carte and three pro things soon. But first, this week and you can't reason with amateurs on topic number three next. The honor and remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. 
New Don't Be an Amateur Silicon Shot Glasses. They're virtually indestructible, perfect for picnics, camping, and tailgating. Doubles as a wine stopper. Plus, they're dishwasher and microwave safe, odor-free and non-toxic. Buy three and get your fourth shot glass free. These one-and-a-half-ounce shot glasses are available in classic red, classic blue, and turquoise pink yellow tie-dye blend. Go to lucianttd.com shop and order your Don't Be an Amateur Shot Glasses today. Alright, now step three. Topic number three. Hit me! It's time for This Week in You Can't Reason with Amateurs. Remember when you were a child and you'd ask your mom, can I have some cookies? And mom would say, not until after dinner. And you'd say, why not? And mom would say, because I said so. And conversation over. As a child, it never occurred to you to reply with, but what's the reason? Upon what facts, dear mother, are you basing this judgment? Why should I abide by your ruling of no cookies? It never occurred to you to ask these questions because you were a child, plus you wanted to live. But now you're an adult, and now that you're into adulthood, it's nice to know when confronting these types of injustices, so to speak, when denied something, when accused of something, in this case a reporter, Being accused of being a white supremacist by a fellow cracker, it's nice to know you'll finally get that reasoning, that flushed-out rationale, that full explanation for said injustice. Here, a masked, obese woman, who is clearly concerned about her physical health, accuses her interviewer of being a white supremacist. Voting for Trump? Yep. White supremacist. How can I say if you vote for Donald Trump, you're a white supremacist? How? How? Because you support that man in office. That's not an argument. I'm going to need proof that that makes me a white supremacist. You're going to have to break down the argument? That's not my job to say that. Ah, the amateur nation slogan. So whose job is it to prove that this particular woman, this interviewer, this journalist is a white supremacist? You're saying someone does have this job? Or are you saying you got me? I have no proof. I spoke out of my bloated, dented ass while hiding behind a mask, and I was just spouting off with nothing to back it up. You just accused me of being a white supremacist. You should be able to back that up. Are you voting for Donald Trump? I sure am. That's my my proof. Are you voting for Joe Biden? Yes, I am. Then you're a pedophile. No. Well argued. Someone was the captain of the debate team in junior high. If someone accuses you of something, something heinous, like being a pedophile, just reply, no. Use it in court. Defend infidelity to your wife. I bet the Epstein Island listers never thought of that defense. It's so dumb. It's so dumb, it's brilliant. No! It's just dumb! Okay, let's roll it back a tad and hear the journalist get her final shot in, thereby proving my point and hers, while pointing out the lack of argument and intelligence and ignorance of this amateur. You just accused me of being a white supremacist. You should be able to back that up. Are you voting for Donald Trump? I sure am. That's my my proof. Are you voting for Joe Biden? Yes, I am. Then you're a pedophile. No. Yes, you are. Pedophile. You're a pedophile. How? You like to sniff kids. Don't you hate reasoning with people as stupid as yourself, especially when they mirror your own stupidity and throw it right back in your face, exposing how stupid you are? Don't you hate that, amateurs? Oh, that's right. You don't like the word hate either. Oh, I hate hate. No, you can't reason with amateurs the same way you can't reason with your pet or any other animal. For example, a wolf. Here's Matt Walsh talking to a wolf. 27-year-old transgender woman 
Um, I am a wolf. You literally just said, I am a 27-year-old transgender woman. Play it back. Play it again. 27-year-old transgender woman. Um, I am a wolf. So are you a trans woman or a wolf? Or are you a trans wolf? And you're a man. One more time, and really listen to the strength, the intimidation, the power with which this wolf speaks. 27-year-old transgender woman. Um, I am a wolf. Would you be able to give us an example of this wolf communication? Um, no. I'm not comfortable doing so. Quit acting like a little bitch. Well, that's wolf talk if I ever heard it. Wolves are known for being shy and timid. Remember the three little pigs and how the big bad wolf, after much coaxing, reluctantly blew the pigs' houses down? Remember when Little Red Riding Hood mistook a wolf for her own grandmother? It was because of the shyness, restraint, and comported nature of the wolf that tricked her. Duran Duran had it all wrong. So did rock and roll legend Howlin' Wolf. Wolves hate howling and being wolf-like. It makes them uncomfortable. You've seen it. Here's Matt again interviewing a teacher to discuss the animal population in our public school system. You have kids that are going to school and they're saying, I'm a cat. Mm -hmm. And the teachers have to affirm them as a cat. Yes. So now we are seeing kids that are identifying as animals going to school. And they are purring instead of answering questions. And they meow. And... The teachers are not allowed to question it because it's considered a queer identity. So cats and dogs are gay? No wonder my dog keeps rearranging the furniture. Man, I have so much to learn about sexuality and genders. Who would have thought HBO's old series Real Sex would seem normal decades later? Remember? You'd watch Real Sex as a teenager hoping to see a story about some nudist colony in hopes of finding one attractive woman who hadn't been ravaged by gravity or they'd take you to a male strip club. Now we have trans wolves and purring schoolchildren. Ah, progress. Please, America. Pro-nation. Make shame great again. No shame admitting you're still a little bit hungry here. That's why we have the a la carte menu. A few bites more. Here we go. Looks like one of the members of the Mount Rushmore of evil, Dr. Keebler L. Fauci, is feeling the heat of those who have been calling him out. First, he admits that the COVID six-foot social distancing nonsense just sort of appeared and lacked scientific basis. Now he's admitting that COVID vaccines cause myocarditis, particularly in young men. The Keebler Elf had this to say. I can handle things. I'm smart. I'm like everybody says. Like dumb. I'm smart and I want respect. Speaking of the shameful medical industry, Johns Hopkins just posted a hit list of people guilty of privilege. No shockers here. White people, able-bodied people, those dicks, heterosexuals, stupid non-gays, cisgender people, stupid fictional gender people, males, all of them glad I'm not one of them. Christians, they like God. The middle class, those jerks, the main people who make America actually function. Middle-aged people, too old to be a drain on society, too young to kill off with COVID easily. And English-speaking people, said Johns Hopkins Chief Diversity Officer Sharita Hill. In English, she's also middle-aged and able-bodied. Not sure who she worships or what genitals she likes looking at, which is always important to Amateur Nation. But the important thing is, she gets to keep her job. You know, since she's so tolerant. 
Time for Jeopardy! The answer? 0 of 41 since 1967. The question, how many climate disaster predictions have come true in 56 years? 0 out of 41 since 1967. Amateur Nation, they're due! The environment is falling to shit and you're all at fault! Meanwhile, in Uganda, they've passed a law making it a crime to identify as LGBTQ carrying the death penalty in some cases. No word on whether it's okay to identify as a wolf. Guess you don't have it so bad here in America, do you, LGBTQ population, do ya? Answer? No, you don't. In addition to prancing their racially diverse all-female flight crew, Delta Airlines is going balls out stating that when people communicate within the company, black and brown should be capitalized and white not capitalized. Haven't black people been through enough? Go DEI! Feel empowered black and brown, I mean capitalized black and brown people. Why stop there, Delta? Why not make the entire words black and brown all capitalized? Caps lock, biatch! Time now for three pro things. Three things that are done right. Number one. To give you an idea of the money absolutely wasted in the money laundering operation that is the Ukraine war, this from Mindset Essentials on Instagram, but brought to my attention from Alert Pro Lee Sullivan. With the $165 billion we gave to Ukraine, mm-hmm. we could have built six border walls to stop illegal immigrants from pouring across our southern border. Mm-hmm. Could have fixed Flint's water system 215 times over. Easily. Could have given, I like this one, could have given every homeless vet $2 million. Holy shit. Could have given $50 million to every family impacted by the Maui wildfires. They got $700. They got $700 each. We gotta get our priorities straight, buddy. According to HUD, they think it would take $20 billion to end homelessness in America. $20 billion. And would you say we've sent 100 and how much? We could have ended... $165 billion. So we could have ended homelessness eight times over in America. Pissed off yet? Number two. True or false? EVs are a good idea. It's an electric car and it's very good for the environment. <laughs> Here's a hint. Listen to just about every episode of this podcast and you'll get the answer. Backed up by facts and proof and statistics and quotes from automotive professionals. So maybe you still are an amateur and are considering buying one. You could rent one to see if you like it or buy a used one from Hertz. Get your Tesla for under 20000 bucks. Rental car company Hertz is selling off 20,000 cars from their electric vehicle fleet and using that money to buy gas-powered cars. The company says the EVs are hurting its bottom line. Hertz says the electric vehicles are getting into more crashes and costing about twice as much to repair. Rapid depreciation when trying to resell the cars is also a problem. Hertz expects to lose about 245 million dollars due to depreciation on its EVs. Anyone want a Hertz donut? Number three. Let's end the show on some funny. Worst president of all time, most corrupt president of all time, most senile and incontinent president of all time is now also the worst speaker of all time. From Alert Pro, Victoria Ray on Instagram, this audio of President Coloring Book in a medley of trying to say foreign names, led in by Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. How can you talk if you haven't got a brain? And, and, and Joan, Shanghai, I'm going to pass by, Shanghai, 
Koala. Brains. That's my department. Nailed it! That's worth another listen. How can you talk if you haven't got a brain? Algebra. And, and, and Joan, Shanghai, 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 Koala. Speak up, bros. Make your voice heard in some way every day. Don't tolerate amateurs and their America last destructive behavior. 2024 is the year of the great resist. Watch me make fun of Amateur Nation and catch my Drive Our Comedy special, Amateur Nation. DriveOurComedy.com slash L-O-U-S. Leave a review of this podcast and copy and paste the link from wherever you listen and send it to a fellow pro or an amateur who is doing life wrong. Find all my social media links and my email on my main website, lucyantini.com. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement. Remember, amateurs, we see you. You're not at home. Don't do life wrong, go pro. Don't be an amateur. For Amateur Nation, I'm Lou Santini, and this has been a big, major production. And, and, and Joan, There's been an odd shift in human behavior over the last 15 plus years. A sense of entitlement. A constant need for attention. Ironically coupled with the need to be left alone. A desire to be treated the same as everyone else. Stupidly combined with the mindset of, I'm special, so treat me accordingly. Introducing the book, Amateur Nation. The Decline of Common Sense, Manners, and Social Skills. The second edition. Inside, you'll read the Amateur Mission Statement. The 30 Truths About Amateurs. The Four Stages of Being an Amateur. Amateur habitats and history. Social media plus me, me, me equals amateur. Technology and amateur behavior. With dozens of real funny photos, weird signs, and laugh out loud real life accounts and actual conversations vividly showing how us pros are surrounded by Amateur Nation every day. Download the expanded second edition of the ebook Amateur Nation, The Decline of Common Sense Manners and Social Skills. The second expanded edition, available now. Be a pro. Go to Amazon. Type Amateur Nation.